Stacy. Yes, Kathy. Are we GHing? Yes, we are. Woohoo! We are still in season 61, episodes 52 through 55. And I'm going to say medium spoilers. All right. disagree i don't have an opinion it's thanksgiving week i think we should just all be accepting and (laughs) non-judgmental but for my first happening i am gonna go with them finding the body of the forsyth guy what's his first name jameson forsyth something like that yes specifically that he was super beat up the conclusion is that he was hit when he was probably dead she keeps thinking that he's dead before he got hit but the autopsy showed no other injuries yeah and he had a weird bruise in his heel and they uncovered a key that said number 18 and anna comes in identifies him He formerly worked for the WSB. He has a grudge against her. All of the documents are missing. So I believe he was murdered. And that (laughs) it's not Forsyth that was haunting her. It's someone else. And I think when they go to number 18, they're going to find the gun. I think Jameson Forsyth did try to shoot at her. And they're likely going to find arsonist's equipment. Because in a continuation of the saga called... Equipment. It was a gasoline can Kathy, and some matches. Maybe they'll find these little feminine black shoes. Some evidence will be uncovered that he indeed was the arsonist and he indeed was the shooter, which I find really funny. And I guess we'll get to it in another potentially happenings or musings that what could happen here. But regardless, I feel like this was significant and interesting. So the funniest thing about watching this episode with Kathy is she kept hearing that he has bruising in his ear and why would they look in his shoe if he had bruising in his ear i was very confused heel 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 the back of your foot kathy the back of your foot look (laughs) it was a little bit awesome yeah heel ear two completely different parts of the body but regardless that's my happening i think my happening is incomplete And I hope we address it this coming week. A turkey gets cooked at the Quartermain Mansion. (laughs) So we know something's going to go wrong because they're not expecting going to have to have pizza. But Lois's mom, Gloria, makes a surprise appearance to everybody's joy. And. Her and Lois are putting together a Thanksgiving meal and Lois keeps jinxing it by saying, we're going to, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Nothing's going to go wrong. We're going to. I mean, Olivia gave up even before it started. Oh yeah. She wasn't even going to attempt it. She's like, let's not try. And um, we see a fully cooked turkey in the kitchen of the Quartermain Mansion. And then the alarm goes off. (laughs) Yeah. Then the alarm goes off and Kathy keeps saying, 
why is Yuri serving people? Why is Yuri cutting vegetables? What? And to be fair, my response was, how much money is Tracy paying Yuri to do all of the things? Yeah, he's the butler. He takes their luggage in. He is their chauffeur. He drives them everywhere. And now he makes coffee in the mornings and he's also the onion cutter. Oh, and he provides musical feedback. What does Yuri not do? And I thought he was crying when he was talking to he Terry. Was cutting. She was like, he's crying because she's not coming. I was like, I think he's cutting onions. Yeah. I was very disappointed to Kathy's learn that that a softie. real tears. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, on that note, I'm going to go with Curtis is going to be a PI again. And I'm super excited. He basically calls Jordan over and he's like, I tried meditation, but really the thing that I feel like in my soul I need to do is investigate and bring justice to people. And so I'm going to start with finding my own shooter. He basically then goes to Nina and gets full access to the Metro court. And we find out that the room that the shooter was in has not been touched. So maybe we'll get to see that. He gets Jordan to give him all the police files and she says yes, but she wants to help. So Jordan's going to help Curtis find the killer. And that's why I thought it was funny that Dante in the meantime was uncovering the Forsyth thing. Because if he solves the crime before Curtis gets a chance to investigate it, it's really going to be disappointing. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But it struck me as these two things are going to intertwine. For my final happening... I'm going to choose Ned is turning right back in Ned. What the hell? So Ned and his ego are his own problem. Mm -hmm. And he goes to Aurora to tell Drew about Nina and the SEC. Overhears Michael having a conversation where Michael basically closed a deal. And Ned just loses his shit. Like, you had no authority. And they're like, did you just want ELQ to like go under while we were gone? Like Drew was in prison. Valentine was being his crazy self and nobody was left to do it. And they just go at each other instantly. And he just never shares what he came in to say. And they then take that immediately to clearly Ned is the one that turned us into the SEC. What? <laughs> what? I I mean, guess we just got to hate on Ned for some reason. I mean, Michael knows. So why didn't Drew have a conversation with his business partner? They immediately go into they're going to do basically a hostile takeover of ELQ. Yeah. Not only that. That's what they're going to do. Ned just forsook everything that he kind of gravitated towards in Eddie, including the dang song that we never got completed. The whole siren song. Are we well, gonna and I'm frustrated? I think he I think he did a disservice with Leo. He was like Leo was asking questions and and Ned goes, Well, I was really in there the whole time. But there were scenes where he was very clearly a different person and Leo was the one who could identify it. Yeah. For him to say I was there the whole time, I think that does a disservice. Yeah, this is all very much Again, they're wrapping this up so fast and they're pushing Ned back into evil Ned Quartermain so fast. It's just, I don't know. The wrong people are getting free. Nina. 
<laughs> All right. Are we ready for fashion first? Can we actually, let's just stay with Michael's office and talk about the thing that I literally that looks like curtains. Hate it's with a passion. so bad. Why would you have it there? I've talked about it in a previous episode. It's that birch print behind Michael. It needs to be burnt. It's, first of all, it's white and black. It's wrong. It looks like curtains. It's wrong. Needs to go. Sasha looks great. She's gorgeous. gorgeous. I love her in blue. It was great. I loved everything about it. Anna looked beautiful in the white shirt, and it was wonderful. And then she put on her reading glasses, which are a weird Elvis knockoff, and I started giggling. Oh, I didn't pay any attention. I'm trying not to judge them, but her reading glasses were just not good. Everybody's reading glasses are almost universally terrible. Let's be clear. These were really bad, though, Stacey. If they come out again, I'll, I'll point them out. Kind of a continuation of terrible, terrible, terrible fashion. I hate that bright reddish orange jacket on Alexis. It washes her out. It makes her look sickly. It's the and wrong color for her. It's, it's it, just wrong. It is. And while Nina's color suit, the color looked good on her, who wears an all red suit? I, she looked like she was going to Santa's village. And, <laughs> and Kathy could not stop talking about how much she hated Nina's necklace. I did not like her necklace. It was weird. It's like three chains, one with a almost like a choker look but the other thing that was wrong with alexis's jacket was the The giant giant buttons the sergeant pepper buttons yeah it was not good i did love martin's tie they don't i mean they don't have a lot of printed ties on there but this one i really liked it was great it was like blue with little flowers on it so at the davis thanks davis family thanksgiving we both thought Sam looked amazing. And Kathy goes, finally, after watching everybody else, she's like, I think Sam is overdressed. And I started laughing and I was like, I feel like that's what I always did at our family functions. Like, <laughs> I was always overdressed at our family functions and people are in like jeans and whatever. And I'm like heels and skirt and whatever. She had a floor length gown on. I mean, it really does feel like maybe next week she'll be at Sunny's in the evening at a more but elaborate Alexis affair. Alexis also was fancy. Not, but it's not the same. Like it was, um, it was a black outfit. It didn't feel. It had sheer sleeves. It didn't feel. I mean, I don't know. She to had me, no she sleeves. Felt almost as fancy. Mm, I disagree. That's fine. We um, don't have I, to agree we, about. Uh, we, we have to go back though. The there Maxi in that scene with Cody and Sasha in her office. She had a green sweater on. I really liked that look on her. It was very cute. We both abhorred the dress that blaze wore to the oh, davis was, family thanksgiving it, it was, was like watercolor just vomited all over and, her. but not only that like the chestal area not the chestal <laughs> <laughs> i've taken multiple anatomy classes that's the correct <laughs> terminology my there. daughter is in medical school i'm pretty sure that's not a term but i'll ask her later <laughs> <laughs> that's a direct quote from my husband i like the chestal region <laughs> um, sorry these things just get into your heads i think that's it i mean jordan looked great um trish at the metro court her hair looked amazing holy crap and i love carly in an all black comfy attire i just feel like it's a winning move for her i liked her christina's outfit it was the right amount of dressy for a family mm-hmm. thanksgiving 
Mm-hmm. She looks so happy to see Blaze. Oh, and oh, Kathy my... really liked Emma's dress. Yeah, Emma's dress was great, but I'm sorry to end on a bad note. <laughs> I hated Brooklyn's dress with a burning passion. <laughs> it was like, I don't know what how to describe it. It wasn't good. And if it's on again on Monday, y'all need to lean in and look because there's something really wrong with it. I also did not like Lois's look in With her general. hair. I, I mean, like her that hair hairstyle or... is cute and is a choice in the video game I'm playing currently. So <laughs> I, I like, oh. it, it just didn't seem to kind of fit with, I, it just didn't fit. Yeah. I, I don't dislike her, the hairstyle in general. I just... It didn't fit. It didn't fit Lois, in my opinion. But I did like, to end on a happier note, I did like Laura's look. Both on Thanksgiving before she went to the parade and in her work mayoral outfit when she was talking with Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Time for musings. Would you like to go first? I, I would like to formally apologize to Kathy. The, the vindication of Kathy is now complete. Charlotte mm-hmm. has vehemently denied that she did not start the fire. Mm-hmm. And she screamed. I, I do not understand why Nina like hard pressured Charlotte and then didn't tell Valentine. Weird. Weird. Okay. Well, let's just talk. First, all three confrontation scenes with Charlotte were bizarre. Awful. Nina's confrontation scene with Charlotte was like, you can trust me. And then Anna comes in and tries to confront her. Dumb. And then Laura and Valentine just go right at it with her. I was well, like. and uh, I just don't understand. And like there. <sighs> Nina did OK. I, I feel like it was a, like she was the most appropriate, but they kept just dancing around all of it for so long and then they're just gonna drop it on her and the whole thing I don't know and Valentine is such a spineless weasel he confronts her about the tarot cards and went through her room and found the letter and she freaks out you went through my stuff okay I'm not even a parent and I know for a fact if you think your kids are up to stuff you search their room that's your job as a parent, right? You're looking for whatever it is that they're into because you can see that they are in crisis and but, stand by what you did. And he okay. just didn't. No, but he shouldn't have gone through her room without first talking to her about what he knows. Well, he wouldn't he should have, have known done it without Nina going did. through her room. No, he didn't know about the tarot cards, but he he also didn't know about the letter. No, 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 no. But he's known for a while that she is stalking Anna and that she messed up her room. But until that scene, he never actually said to her, hey, I know what you've been up to. Right. Well, but he found out from Laura. About Victor, and so he was trying to find it, right? So I, I know he was that. trying to go behind the scenes, and he was trying to say, "Oh, I know all of your motivations." He's trying to get at what's motivating her, but in reality, had he just gone to the gone to her as soon as he saw that video and said, "Hey, did you do this to Anna's house?" That's an appropriate parental response, and he didn't do that. 
he he immediately was like, oh, this is my fault that she's acting this way. I'm going to pretend I don't know. Yeah, he should blame himself. He said that to Anna. And I'm like, yeah, you should blame yourself. You're wrong. I just, I, I, I don't think he knows. And like, the other thing I don't really get about this whole situation is it, he keeps saying stuff like, I should never have let her be sent away to school. But he was being forced to send her away to school. Like mm-hmm. Victor was threatening. Mm-hmm. And now they're just pretending like he sent her away to school for her own good. Mm-hmm. As if, as if Laura and Kevin and Valentine didn't have to go break her out of boarding school. Yeah. And Charlotte's doubling down on the lies. She is truly her father's kid. I mean, whoo, powerful lies. What do you mean? Like standing there in the face of them going, um, I, I don't remember exactly. I was just she, returning the keys. Yes. I mean, she flat out told Nina she was going to you know, mess up her house. And here she was standing there in front of Laura and Valentine, doubling down on I was innocent and as the, the, the villain in this tale. Everybody has been playing into this kid's delusions. Even Nina, you know, even as Nina was asking for information, she was still kind of not hitting the fact that Anna's not this person. Only at the end were Laura and Valentine going hard at it, going, no, your uncle said this and this is wrong. Grandpa. Grandpa? Oh, yeah. Grandpa. <laughs> Forgot. Ew. <laughs> and that's the other thing. No one knew that Victor was Valentine's dad until, like, shortly before the man kicked it. But they, she, they did know when she was at boarding school. That's that's when it happened. But it's a little bit of almost like I just don't even understand because Charlotte kept saying she didn't want to be at boarding school. She wanted to be with her papa like she just kept saying it. And now it's like, I love boarding school. I love my grandpa. Like she was terrified of him. So we're just sort of rewriting. We're ignoring that. Yeah. exactly. And we can't even blame it on like scab writers because that was way before the strike. Mm hmm. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. It it's it definitely is leading us to that whole Forsyth Curtis. Like we're there's a, either Cur- Cyrus is somehow involved, and also we never got any Austin sighting. He's just dead on his floor, right? I yes, and and I just keep seeing the social medias saying. Like, goodbye to all three characters he's played on GH. And that's sad. There is a dead body lying on the floor. Who's going to find his dead body? Will it be Ava or the neighbors? Because it will start to stink. No one knows. But it's at least been a day, right? Because Thanksgiving has started. Well, it could be Dante, too, right? Because he's supposed to come back to meet with Dante. It could be. For a deal. Someone's going to find him. Or maybe Dante and Robert. Okay, on to a different note. Who is Uncle Pete and why is he calling Gloria and why is it making her upset? I don't even know Gloria that well, but it seems very tragic. It's the cause of her surprise visit for Thanksgiving. Um, Something is happening and whoever Uncle Pete is, we better get to the bottom of it on Monday. So demanding. Trina chooses herself in that conversation with Spencer. Trina continues to be one of the best female characters 
on the soap in terms of just saving herself, sticking to her guns, holding Making her man everybody accountable. everybody around her better. Yeah, that too. Sunny offers Sasha reparations. And she says no. And they land with, you can donate to charity, a mental health organization in Brando and Liam's name. Which, which is, is sweet. sweet. And yeah. feels right. But also, Sasha better not be destitute because she should have taken some of the money from Sunny. I mean, she probably has Brando's life insurance and she's getting money from Deception. But Gladys was in charge of all of that. Yeah, but I mean, she's, I, I just mean that she's continuing to, to earn money at this point. I mean, Cody like flat out looked at the money and was like, woohoo. <laughs> Must yeah, be pretty like, good. Cody's poor. And that whole, like, the continuation of their little slow burn romance with her confiding in him was very sweet, especially as they're, you know, petting Ferdinand the alpaca. So cute. And Leo's <laughs> like, look, Cody, your girlfriend's here. Yeah, everybody's calling them a couple. So cute. I was going to say another real sweet thing was Robert and his constant love for Anna that's very reliable um, in bringing their little granddaughter in to spend Thanksgiving with them was lovely especially because he busts on her door and he's like wakey wakey i was like oh my god you're so annoying but to echo stacy from last week this better not destroy you with diane we're counting on you being appropriate and who's gonna be anna's love interest i need to know <sighs> it cannot be valentine valentine i didn't enjoy them as a couple and she is spectacular valentine is destined for nina hello I know, but Anna, <laughs> is, them up. Anna is spectacular, and she, she needs she needs someone spectacular. Well, what she really and there's not needs... really anybody left. Well, let's talk about Finn for a minute. So Finn and Anna were a couple, and they were funny together. Um, he brought out her sense of humor. It was a to me that was a a good way of elevating both personalities. But what's happening to Finn right now is he can't hire Diane because she's already on retainer with the people that are suing him. Then Alexis and Gregory hire Martin. But in the process of these conversations, it's starting to be said that he is an arrogant doctor and he needs to not be himself. And I'm thinking, when have we seen that? We have not seen that at all in the last year. He's been super sweet, almost to the point of weak feeling. So are they trying to like redo his character by talking about him as if he's some sort of arrogant doctor? Did you get that impression? A little, but not a lot. Like, I feel like, uh, and I think it's human nature, right? When you're accused of doing something you for sure didn't do, you get real defensive. And that can come off as arrogant, especially if you're the type of person who gets defensive and quiet. Which he does a little. Um, and they just want to combat that, I think. But I, he's been really approachable, really sweet. I also, like, I understand it's very normal to, you know, the hospital's going to throw you under the bus or whatever. But he was almost co-chief of staff. So... 
I don't like where this storyline is going because I, I just, I, I, I don't it know that feels, I understand it where it's going. Forced. Yeah. It, it, we don't know this Muldoon. I don't understand. I don't understand what they're doing here. So it better get clearer. I feel very threatening today. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, where I kept screaming, like, where is Tracy? Like Tracy is the one person who like loves Finn unconditionally and she has more money than God. So she should have like, that's who he should have gone to when he couldn't get Diane because whatever Martin defends Valentine and I get it. And Alexis is like, she make Valentine look like a hero. She make Finn look like a hero. I get it. But Finn didn't go for Martin. You know, he doesn't even know they're doing this. So who knows what his thought is. I was hoping that Portia's brother. Yes, that would have been would great. Be. He was a cutie pie. Right? We, he, we lost him with the strikes. And I think we should get him back. So Zeke. Yes. Let's get Zeke back. Plus hot. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out Adam has a prescription for his drugs and nobody in GH decided to take a drug test when he was in there having heart palpitations. So how do we know that they didn't do, take blood? A drug test? I Because they didn't, they just, he basically went in, they checked him and he's like, okay, I'm out. And the only comment to Josh was, don't worry, I have a prescription for these meds. Well. Because that was on Monday. Like they, there was no follow-up. There's no follow-up, but... Elizabeth just said, I think he's going to be fine, but that's all I can tell you. That, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and then, then they left. It was just weird. And, and I don't know. What does he well, have don't a prescription for? I know what happened when for? he was alone. Yeah. What does he have a prescription for? That's what I want to know. Uh, and then Carly decides not to buy the Metrocourt. Those are my two final notes. <laughs> Which I'm glad. I like the new Carly. Let's not go back to Metrocourt Carly. I don't really have anything extra either. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving week. I hope you had a lovely holiday if it's something that you celebrate. And And if it's not something you celebrate, I hope you had a lovely week anyway. Feel free to write us or review us or give us ideas on social media or whatever. Whatever. Stacey is posting, so comment. And I was gonna, I was going to post about my new awesome setup. We rearranged our extra bedroom, and it's set up a little bit like a studio. So I have podcast area. My husband has like a music area, and apparently, while we were moving stuff around, my mic broke, and so I'm now in his music area. So I'm hoping by next week with the refactor, we can be back in my happy little cute studio space. And that's probably what I'm gonna post about next. Excellent. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. Bye.